It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! I was wrong. Like, I, I think I've never been wrong about any one thing than what I'm about to share with you today. Not only about LSU this season, because of course they exceeded our expectations, but of an episode I recently did on this show surrounding culture. There's a lot of speculation about Jeremy Banks. I'm hoping you can just add some clarity to this. Um, did he get in an altercation with a teammate? Was he suspended for the South Carolina game? Is he available for Vandy? Uh, we, we anticipate Jeremy uh, being with us here uh, this week. And, and uh, you know, as far as um, what transpired and, and those types of things, at the end of the day, he wasn't available. Welcome back to the PHL podcast. I know that wasn't Brian Kelly. We normally start the episode off with a BK quote, but that was actually Tennessee head coach Josh Heupel. And I will make it all clear in just a second who Jeremy Banks is. Now, first things first, I want to say thank you guys for helping grow my YouTube channel, five-star reviewing uh, this podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I'm going to actually admit something here. I love saying when I'm wrong more than when I'm right. I think takes and just media people should be held accountable for when they are right or when they are wrong. And I'm going to publicly say that episode 23 on this podcast, why building a culture is overrated, is the title of the episode, why I was totally wrong about that. Now, my premise was if you win, culture will sort itself out. And while I still think that is mostly true, Obviously, with an upcoming Texas A&M game this weekend, when they started losing and the loss to Appalachian State, it honestly, you know, tore apart that locker room. Locker rooms can still get torn apart when you are winning, and there is no program that has boosted its stock more than any other program in the country than Tennessee has done this year, right? Tennessee is back, and you had the big Alabama victory. But this past weekend, as many of you saw, South Carolina beat the dog you-know-what out of them and put up 63 points. So I did a video about it on my SEC channel, Power Hour SEC, and once I started doing some digging, I saw Tennessee star linebacker Jeremy Banks did not play. He was a healthy scratch for the road game in Columbia, and there is rumors that there was an altercation over name, image, and likeness, or it was an altercation of some ritual they do. There was something amiss, right? And that was Josh Heupel at the beginning of the episode talking and, and being you know questioned about why Jeremy Banks wasn't there, and he wouldn't say yes or no if there was an altercation or if there was an injury or whatever the case may be, and Jeremy Banks released a statement and uh, it's all over the place, right? And now Josh Heupel is welcoming this guy back to the team. So this is Jeremy Banks, a guy that plays a lot, a guy that's probably getting some name image and likeness money, and a guy that's going to play in the NFL for a long time. He tore us up. He's torn a lot of offenses up. He has really been a nuisance this year, and he still sabotaged the team, right? For whatever the reason was, he did not show up for his team. Now, why am I bringing that up? Well, Tennessee has won. They have won more than they've won since the former uh, uh, since the former era, and they are in the middle of a college football playoff run. And this guy 
get selfish. Now, we one day will know the full story. I hope so. But I want to shout out the culture that Brian Kelly has built. And the one thing I'll say is one player who we haven't mentioned, well, let's let Brian Kelly talk about him. We've gotten great leadership from, you know, veteran seniors as well. And, and Mike Jones, who's, you know, not even in a starting position right now, but means a lot to our football teams. Who? Okay, that, that was a bad joke. <laughs> huh? Huh? Ah, that 2A1, baby. The ones that got that joke, I love you. But if you didn't, um, that was Brian Kelly talking about Mike Jones, the star linebacker for LSU. Now, notice I said the word star in a different tone because when it comes to being a player, Mike Jones hasn't been a star, right? He started off as a defensive captain. He still is a defensive captain, but... He was a starter, and we all thought Mike Jones was going to be a stud linebacker in Madhouse's system, only for him to be really fourth string, right? There are so many linebackers on this team that play ahead of Mike Jones. Obviously, Micah Baskerville, obviously Demario Tolan, Greg Penn, who has really come on uh, of late, West Weeks plays ahead of Mike Jones. They just don't really play him at linebacker anymore at all, and Ironically, Mike's biggest contribution to the team this year on the field was actually a holding penalty versus Arkansas on a fake punt. If he did not commit the holding penalty, Jay Bramblett probably would have been stopped short and Arkansas would have gotten the football in good field position, was forced to re-punt, and then I think Perk forced a fumble on the next drive. So I think you guys know where I'm going with this. I am pointing out Mike Jones's lack of playing time as a bonus to what this guy has done this year. On one end of the spectrum, you have Jeremy Banks, a guy who's been a superstar this year for Tennessee. You still couldn't please him for whatever reason, and there was something that occurred for him to not be out there for his team when they really needed him when South Carolina, of all teams, had you by the jugular. And then on the other end, you have a guy like Mike Jones who has started and played and graded really highly as a linebacker for the Clemson Tigers and has played in college football playoff games who still has a shot to play at the next level. And don't you think Mike Jones would love to have his linebacker job back? Don't you think Mike Jones would do anything to be Jeremy Banks, a starter on a college football playoff team. But no, all Mike Jones has done is been a wonderful teammate. And I know what a lot of you are going to say. Well, that's what you are supposed to do. True. But you have to give credit where credit is due when players do the right things. And that is what I'm going to do today. Culture is not overrated. It is the very framework of your football team. And while I still think winning contributes a big, big, uh, I didn't say that smoothly at all. While I still think winning contributes heavily to a program's culture and how they get along, there's more to it than just that. You need special human beings like Mike Jones to hold your team together. Don't you think it was a shock 
to the program when Mike was demoted? Don't you think Mike could have felt some type of way? He could have packed his bags. He could have transferred. He could have done a lot of different things. Don't you think it was tough for Brian Kelly and Matt House to demote Mike Jones? And actually, if we're going to shout out Mike Jones for this, we need to shout out a few other players who have lost their starters role and continued to not cause locker room kerfuffles. Another player that comes to mind is someone else that has started and played in a lot of high-profile games, and that is Cam Wire, who is also recognized on senior night. He's barely played at all in the LSU offensive line since the emergence of Emory Jones. And not only are a lot of these players that are replacing the veterans, um, not only are they performing at an extremely high level, they're also younger. So, There could have been some animosity with some of the guys like that, but no, they decided to do the right thing, and that deserves praise. So, as great as the Harold Perkins and and the Emory Jones and the Jaden Daniels, give some love to the guys that were here last year, went through a tumultuous Ed Orgeron regime, transitioned to a new coach, won a starter's job with new coaches just to lose their starter's jobs. But since the team wins, and even if the team wasn't winning, these individuals are still doing the right thing. And, you know, I was always told by my granddad who passed away a long time ago, do the right things even when nobody's watching. And look, I'm not in that Uh, Full disclosure, I'm not between closed doors every day. There might be some locker room kerfuffles that happen. I mean, I think it honestly happens at a lot of different places. There might be something that that has happened at LSU that I don't know about. You know, and these players might feel some type of way. They might be sour behind closed doors. But you just heard Brian Kelly talking about Mike Jones. So I wanted to show some love to them today. Now, hope you guys give this a five-star review. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. And as we always do, I give you a little nugget at the end of every episode. Now, who do we play this coming Saturday? Oh, yes. You guys know where I'm going with this, right? (laughs) You want to talk about cancerous locker rooms. Texas 4 and 8. Would it not feel like nothing else before to give Texas A&M their eighth loss to Texas 4 and Talk about a locker room in distress. All the scratches that Jimbo Fisher's had on this young roster for non-injury-related things. Culture matters. And give Brian Kelly... A lot of people have done big things uh, for for LSU to get the winning culture set. So, shout out to all of them. And, uh, yeah, let's keep this winning train moving. It is Power Hour LSU. And tonight, uh, we are doing some lemon pepper chicken wings. Let's go.